Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Global News reporting the majority of Canadians report feeling optimistic about the new year in light of the COVID-19 vaccines. And this is according to a new online study, a report commissioned by the Association for Canadian Studies and conducted by Leger, said 70% of those polled said they were somewhat optimistic about 2021, while 15% reported being very optimistic. Uh, Jack Jadwab joins us. He is the head of the Association for Canadian Studies. Joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Jack, thanks for coming on on very short notice. No problem, Roy. So 70% feel somewhat optimistic. What are they, what are they actually saying? Well, the question reads that uh, with the forthcoming vaccine and looking ahead to 2021, are you uh, very somewhat optimistic or somewhat or very pessimistic? Uh, 84% of us are optimistic. And again, that optimism is in part uh, encouraged by the uh, reference to the vaccine, right? So there's hope uh, for the future rising for the vaccine. But that 70% to which you refer to that were somewhat optimistic, I would equate as being cautiously optimistic. So I think we're still in a sort of wait-and-see mode. Uh, the vaccine has created some optimism, but people are cautious and want to see how things evolve going forward. Mm-hmm. 15%, that's not a, a, an exactly nothing percentage. 15% are very optimistic, though. Correct. 15% are very optimistic uh, about things going forward, and that's an encouraging sign, I think, around this time of year uh, when a lot of people are uh, dealing with uh, potential lockdowns and concerns about not having the opportunity to interact with family at the time of year where that seems to be uh, most important to people. Uh, it's nice to see there is some optimism out there. Uh, it's a bit of a paradox when you look more deeply in the survey that the people that are very optimistic are the ones that are most favorable to lockdowns and also more fearful of getting the contagion. So so the optimism, at least the, the uh, idea of being very optimistic, is a bit tempered by uh, a desire amongst that particular group of 15% to be extremely vigilant as we go forward. Sure, I want to be, reward- I want to be rewarded for doing the right thing. <laughs> no, exactly. And so we're sort of managing expectations, and, and we've been doing that for some time. So those people who are looking for some light at the end of, of the tunnel or, or, or some... Uh, some signal of hope uh, feel this way uh, because they're extremely vigilant and they've been extremely worried. So uh, it's the vaccine is giving them that feeling that, yes, maybe there is a way out of this. There's an exit from this thing. What uh, did you hear about? What percentage of Canadians will actually take the vaccine, accept the vaccine? Well, we're seeing... uh, from about 10 weeks of polling since we've begun asking about uh, vaccines, uh, vaccine hesitation, we many people call it. 66% of Canadians are saying they will ultimately take the vaccine. But even within that group of two and three Canadians, uh, half will say that they want to take a subsequent vaccine. So others are saying they won't take the first available vaccine, but, you know, eventually will take the vaccine. So there's still a bit of caution there as well. Most people say they will take the vaccine, but they want to see how the situation uh, progresses with respect to those people who do take it and what type of side effects uh, emerge, or if any, uh, for some of the people who take the vaccine in the first round. Jack, what's the uh, percentage, or what are you hearing from the people who are going to say to you, I'm not going to be vaccinated no matter what? That's about uh, one in six Canadians, so some 16% who say they're not going to be vaccinated no matter what. Uh, another 16% say they don't know. 
that's 16%. A combination of people who are anti-vaxxers, that's uh, about half of that group, and then the others who uh, are very fearful of the side effects. They're not anti-vaxxers necessarily. They're not saying uh, that they're against vaccines in general. They're just worried about side effects. And so it'll be very important to monitor the situation when we see uh, the people who are currently getting the vaccine and those who will get the vaccine over the next few weeks to see what the reactions are and to be able to explain to the population that the vaccine's safe uh, and uh, it's essential to take it. It's what's not going to work, which we have a tendency to hear from some friends, possibly, and some family members is, I'm not going to take the vaccine, but thankfully you're going to take it, which will protect me, which is, isn't the case. The vaccine doesn't have that effect, but there is this sort of information out there that's leading a lot of people to think, by virtue of enough other people taking it, that will protect the majority of us. Yeah, we keep hearing 70% heard, uh, people, 70% of people taking the vaccine, assuming the vaccine is going to be effective, will create herd immunity. I think that's what a lot of people right, are Right, but the, on. part of the problem with that is there's a sort of a mathematical formula, right? You've got that 70%, that will depend on the effectiveness of the vaccine, which is estimated 90%, so your 70 times 90 is actually 63%, right? Because you're getting the 10% where it, it, the, 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 the idea is it may not be effective for 10% of the population, right? So, Mm-hmm. So that that changes the bar a bit in terms of uh, reaching that uh, target that you need to to create the this sort of sense of population immunity that will that 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 that, that we need to get to as, as soon as we can, obviously. So, how much uh, do regions play into this poll? This this information you've been receiving. Well, whether it's uh, around optimism, whether it's about getting the vaccine, there aren't substantial differences between regions and and cities in terms of. Uh, the expressed intention of getting the vaccine and, and optimism similarly also is pretty even around the country. Uh, we are seeing some demographic differences. Uh, Quebec a tad more optimistic than the rest of the country, but but not substantially more uh, optimistic, uh, to be fair. So, uh, no, that it's not in the demographics that we're seeing substantial differences in that regard. So you've done a lot of polling over the last months. You and I have talked quite a few times about the polling that you've done. What's the takeaway from from everything that you've done over the last four to six months? What do you what do you what what do you take away at the end of twenty twenty? Well, I take away that uh, people acknowledge it's been a very difficult year, a very unique year. Most people say it's been the most difficult year of their lives. There's a lot of effects uh, that we're uh, we're we're seeing in some of the polling around issues of mental health. Uh, we released a poll, I think, about four or five weeks ago about uh, issues involving. Uh, uh, weight gain and so forth. So all kinds of potential issues arising with respect to our collective health that's emerging from the polling. Also, I think we learned a lot about people's sense of fear this particular year and high levels of fear, the contagion that were pretty constant over the 40 weeks of polling we've done. There wasn't a lot of movement. Uh, didn't matter how much cases went up or uh, went down in the sort of month of August. Uh, that fear was pretty stable. So we've actually learned a lot about our own uh, sensitivities and our own fears and uh, so there'll be quite a bit to bull over going forward when we look back at this particular experience which we're not out of yet and you know we'll be spending a lot of time in the next few months monitoring the people who've taken the vaccine to see how they're feeling and looking at the population that hasn't taken the vaccine yet to see uh, how disposed they are to taking it that's probably going to be one of our priority issues in terms of the things we'll be measuring in the in the weeks and months ahead. Over the years, you and I have talked about a lot of issues that uh, involve Canada and Canadians. I don't think we ever, in our wildest imagination, could have anticipated 
a year like this? No, I don't think we ever could have anticipated uh, this uh, particular outcome and uh, and the contagion its effects on our people across Canada and elsewhere. And and it, it'll there'll be an opportunity for lots of reflection about. Uh, I would even say about the value of, of of life for a lot of people. I you know uh, a lot of people lost their lives in this. It was predominantly seniors. Uh, uh, I know here in Quebec uh, at the beginning of the contagion, uh, our premier would tell us that we didn't have to worry as much because. You know, it was primarily people in seniors' facilities that were losing their lives, so it wasn't affecting younger people as much. And we've seen all those situations evolve. Uh, we've seen a lot of evolution with respect to the extent to which uh, we feel at ease visiting our family members. It, there's going to be a lot to think about going forward about in terms of this experience, and a lot will be written about, it, I'm sure, over the next four or five years at least. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 